welcome to Oh God, Another Podcast. This week's episode features... The DC is very weird. They're, they're like cartoon shows are pretty good, and then they're like movies are... Dumpster fires. <laughs> right? Like, they should really just take their animated movies and then just redo them live. Mm-hmm. Kind of like <laughs> Disney's doing with The Lion King and Aladdin and all that. Well, that's turning out bad, so you know, maybe not. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> and... Would you kiss Drew Carey? Probably not. Maybe if it was Bob Barker, I would have kissed Bob Barker. Um, but no, not Drew Carey. Also, I gotta tell you, I've got one of the coolest fucking jobs ever. Uh, I love what I do, and it honestly feels like like someone was all like, you know, what kind of job would Jorge like? Yeah, that sounds good. Let, let's make that up for him, and let's give it to him. Here are your hosts: Richard Dubis, Gary Rucker, and Everett Peretti. Alright, so we're here with Oh God, Another Podcast. I don't know why I entrance with that, because I designed a whole entrance that says what the podcast is about, <laughs> but <laughs> that's how we're going to intro. And I'm here with Everett Peretti, the fact checker, the man with the stories. I'm back again. Yes. You thought he quit, but he's still here. <laughs> and the comic I have today, he is a really funny dude. He's been doing improv for three years, stand-up comedy for over a year, and even teaches music at UNO. So basically all forms of entertainment. Give it up for Jorge. Yeah, hey guys, how's it going? Yeah, so it's pretty exciting that you're on the show, because I was once on your show. Yeah, that's right. So it's like a crossover episode. Yeah, who doesn't love a good crossover, man? So what was the name of your show? It was uh... Uh, Funny Talks. Funny Talks. Yeah, and unfortunately we took a break from that for a while, but I'm hoping to start that up again pretty soon. Yeah, it was a really interesting like round table talk of comedy with all kinds of local comics. Yeah, I, I kind of wanted to see what would happen when um, we put in different styles of comics all in one room and just shoot the breeze, you know, talk about comedy. It was, it was a lot of fun. Like I said, we're going to get it back up. Awesome, awesome. Uh, and what what would you say was like the coolest part about having a podcast? Oh man, you know, I guess capturing capturing the magic that happens in the moment between comics because uh, you know you put a bunch of comics together in their private time and you get gold, but it's it's lost. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's really just between the group. It, but uh, when you put them together and you put them a, a, a mic in front of them. You're capturing all that gold, and people get to see what we're really like when we're joking around with each other, you know? Yeah, then our practice-scripted uh, shows. Yeah, it's a lot different. You can you can actually see uh, how funny someone actually is because you're talking to them in the moment, as opposed to, like you said, mm-hmm. we've got our scripted uh, sets that we do anytime we get on stage. So yeah. it was a lot of fun just to see how all these different types of humors... Uh, kind of came together. Conversationally, it's different. Very different, yeah. yeah. Do you find that there's a lot of comics that are funnier off the stage and vice versa? I, yeah, there's, and I won't mention names, but there's there's a few, co- there's a, uh, I'm not going to say a few, but there's definitely comics where I'm like, oh my god, dude, that's hilarious. You need to write that down. And then what happens on stage, it's like, eh, it's okay, but like, you know they can be funnier. And then there's just uh, comics who, like, you're funny because you've worked really hard on your set. You know? <laughs> yeah. Again, no names, but there are some comics where I'm just like, uh, you're not that funny on, 
off stage. <laughs> you know, like a sitcom, like you can insert a laugh track here. <laughs> yeah. I do get that. Like, there's some comics where I'm, I'll be like, especially like my friend will be with me and we'll be joking and laughing and they're like, that dude's hysterical. And I was just like, yeah, but just just remember him like that. So yeah, right. Go watch his set. <laughs> right, and, and that goes like to what I was saying. It's really interesting. Uh, when I had my podcast, it was really interesting to see these people off stage and try and capture what they're really like mm. you know uh thankfully everyone i had at the time was funny off stage as well <laughs> that's, good. that's good so what is the difference between improv and stand-up uh i mean right off the bat you know stand-up is something that you work on uh not that you don't work on on improv but i mean you know stand-up you write a set and you tell the set, and then you rework it. It develops, you know. It's it, like we said, uh, it's a script. And so, while I love doing stand-up, it does get very repetitive. You know, some of us do the same sets for months sometimes. Um, and so, whereas improv has that that ability uh, to be fresh every single time. Um, you know, you never really know what scene you're going to get yourself into. You never know what's going to happen. And also, you're working with other people, mm-hmm. you know, and that has to be probably the toughest part. Um, I love doing stand-up because it's just me. I get to go up there and I get to just do my thing. But when you're doing improv, you have to count on a whole group of people, you know, and you have to make sure that they've got your back. And you just have to pray to God that they understand what you're saying in the scene. And they're picking up all these things that you're putting down so that they can roll with it and Honestly, that's hard. I've been in some really amazing improv scenes, and I've been in just some really bad <laughs> scenes where, where you almost want to stop and just apologize to the audience. Be like, I'm sorry, you guys. We're just going to stop this right here and start a new scene. What is a horror story you have with that? Um, We like horror stories here. So, okay, so obviously one of the things you have to do in improv is the most basic thing is yes and. When someone says something, you say yes, and you add to that. Uh, so, like, if you and I are in a scene, and I come in, and I'm like, I'm your father, you have to roll with that. And you'll be like, yes, you're my father. Obviously, you're not going to say it. Those aren't the lines. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you have to acknowledge that I that I just put down this piece of information, and you have to accept it as true. There are often times where I've been in scenes where I'm like, I am your father. No, you're not. You're you're some crazy guy off the street who's trying to get me to do this. I'm like, no, I am your father, and I'm trying to have a conversation about with you about your grades. And the other person's all like, no, you're a crazy dude from the streets. <laughs> and it's just like, um, I don't know what to do anymore. Uh, I'm trying really hard to establish this thing. You're negating it. And that happens a lot. And then you just end up with this weird scene that's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Just like, I don't. What do I do? <laughs> yeah. I'm saying I'm your dad, and you're saying I'm not. What are What are the audience supposed to think? Right? Like I was. In Someone's a, a liar. <laughs> yeah, I was in a scene one time where um, uh, the first thing I said was I just came in and I'm like, whoa, that was a tough. That was a tough audition, and my scene partner was like, um, that's a broom closet, and so it's like. You just complete the first thing I say, and mm-hmm. you just completely negated it. 
Now we just wasted these 30 seconds, and we have to reestablish what it is we're doing. So. And then you have to d- describe why you thought it yeah. was an audition. Yeah, and so it, it those are the hard parts in improv. But when you have gold, oh my god. And when you have gold, you just got it. And when you're in a scene that works, it, it, there's no feeling like it, you know. Again, because it's like you're, you and these people are in sync you've got it and it just it's amazing feeling whereas you know with with stand-up you're it's a set that you work and you rework and you work it and you work it yeah. and you find out what's funny and you keep it you find out what doesn't work and you junk it and so that's it's more of a process where i think improv is more it's like freestyle comedy yeah definitely. what uh what a, what does a horror story have with stand-up oh god um Okay, so I have one bad story, and this this happened like when I was very new to it, um, and uh, so I was hosting a show. I was hosting uh, an open mic night at the Well. Um, it was kind of a competition, you know. I would give up, mo- I would give out money to the best comedian at the end of the night. So we usually got a pretty good crowd. Um, well, this one Saturday uh, afternoon. We have the show, and I was excited because we had, like, ten people who had RSVP'd on Eventbrite, and I'm like, yes, I'm like that, plus the people who normally come, it's going to be a great show. I get to the venue, and, like, they had double booked us, double booked the venue, and so for, like, an hour of the show, it was overlapped with a high school reunion, um, like, oh. a 40- or 30-year-old high school reunion. <laughs> Yep. And so I get there, I'm trying to set things up, and I'm all, and like, there's people everywhere, they're making a lot of noise, and so while I'm setting up, I'm trying to let people know, hey, there's going to be a comedy show, um, so, you know, when that starts, we're going to have to ask people to kind of keep the noise level down, and all of that, and so the people who had RSVP showed, and this place is overcrowded, um, and the show starts... I can't get a, I can't get control of the crowd, and um, I, I'm trying my hardest to do all the things that I know are right, which is just roll with it. Um, and at some point, like it just wasn't working. And so, while there was another comedian up on stage, um, I was going around telling people like, "Hey, can you please quiet down, have some respect for for the people on stage?" And they weren't having it. They were getting upset. They were there for a high school reunion. They weren't there for a fucking comedy show. Yeah. And um, after a while, it was just I couldn't I couldn't figure out a way to get them under control. And the people who had actually paid to be there were like upset because it it seemed like a show that was out of control. There were people talking. There were phones yeah. going off, and um, they were actually pretty upset. And I read a review that they left, and they're like. Yeah, and the host ended up kicking half the audience out. And it's like, no, but it wasn't the, our audience. It was just people who weren't there for us. And it was just a bad experience. Like, I couldn't get a whole... I couldn't yeah. control the crowd, and it was just very noisy. And um, it was very embarrassing for me to be up there <laughs> and, and like, try and wrangle this crowd. And um, that that's probably just the worst thing that's happened to me. That's yeah. probably worse than bombing. <laughs> Definitely. 
I always hate when there's crowds that aren't meant to be there. Uh, I have like two stories. One, it was early in my comedy. I got, I wasn't actually really booked for the show. I talked to a comic and I was just like, oh, is this show open for everyone? And I guess he meant as audience member. So he was like, oh. yeah, sure. So I drove from Thibodeau to the Eiffel and I get there and he's just like, you know what, man? So you drove an hour, I'll put you on stage. Oh. But it was during an eHarmony match event. <laughs> and you would think people would be happy, but no one was happy in the audience. Oh, I get up there and everybody's angry. The mic is broken, so the cord that sticks at the bottom to connect to the system kept falling out in between my set. Oh, God. It was the worst. <laughs> and then there was another set I did at a bar. They had the... What was what in baseball? The World Series? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could capture the look I just got from Brian. <laughs> um, so I hit a punchline, and everybody cheered. And I was like, wow, I'm the greatest comedian in the world. And then I look over to the left and there's a replay of a home run hit. (laughs) Visual aids. I was like, all right, Richard, just pretend it's you. Pretend it's you. (laughs) Keep the train going. That must have shattered your confidence. I had to lie. I had to lie to myself. But after that show, there was a couple. The guy wanted to buy me a drink because he liked my set. And his girlfriend got pissed. And they got into a huge fight. And I was like, am I still getting that free drink? <laughs> well, did you? No, I'm oh. not. They, they got into like an Uber still fighting. What if they're oh, still God. together? <laughs> oh, when you're in a relationship argument, everything else is non-existent. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you also teach at UNO. Yeah. Um, I've been teaching there officially as an adjunct professor one year. Um, unofficially, I've been working there for three years. My first two years, I was kind of mm-hmm. just an independent contractor. I'd come in, teach, and then I'd send them a bill at the end of the month, at the end of the semester. But, uh, <laughs> this year, uh, I'm an official staff uh, at UNO, adjunct professor. And I gotta tell you, I've got one of the coolest fucking jobs ever. Uh, I love what I do. It, it honestly feels like, like someone was all like, you know, what kind of job would Jorge like? Yeah, that sounds good. Let, let's make that up for him, and <laughs> let's give it to him. Um, I teach a rock band, you know, like, um, which is just amazing. So, like, when I went to school uh, for music, you either had to do the jazz track or classical. That's it. There's really no, um, there wasn't any space to do independent stuff or anything else outside of that. And so... Um, Sometime around uh, my junior year or senior year um, in my undergrad, they started a rock band program. Um, and so, you know, the class is just basically we take whoever we've got, split them up into bands, and we got to do whatever we wanted. We got to oh, that's cool. Yeah, we, we choose what instruments we want to play, um, what music we want to play, and we conduct our own rehearsals. Um, and then, so I, I was in, I was actually in the class that I taught, uh, for a few years before I ended up teaching it. And so now it's pretty much the same, except there's a little more structure now that I'm there. Um, before this, um, our professor really didn't have a whole lot of time, so he wasn't very present. He kind of just trusted us to do whatever we do. 
now I just now with me there's more structure and I love it I just go in let these kids do whatever they want they play whatever they want and um, kind of guide them guide them through their rehearsals show them how to use the equipment teach them all the little things that we don't learn in school like why you have to show up on time why you have to make sure that um, bring extra gear um, how to use everything so it's it's a lot of fun you know um, I got a really great class this semester. Um, they just played at Howling Wolf oh, cool. last week, and um, oh, so they actually get like booked gigs and yes, stuff too. Yeah, every every semester I try and get them a couple of gigs outside to get real world experience. Awesome. And so yeah, they just played Howling Wolf Den, and I gotta say they blew my mind. Um, I'm sitting there and listening, and they played songs that they hadn't rehearsed together before, and their transitions into those songs were like. Amazing. So they're you know I get to work with really talented musicians and it's it's a it's a dream job. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. And now we're gonna go into our fan favorite segment, rapid fire questions. Oh shit! All right, we really need a soundbite for this. <laughs> we don't have one. No, we don't have one. Okay, right. Just a couple of shots. <laughs> and there we go. We're gonna put that on loop for Say thirty again. minutes. <laughs> rapid fire questions. <laughs> there, there we go alright so in this segment uh, we're going to ask you a question um, make sure you answer them honestly because now we have the fact checker here Oh sh- okay. he will google every answer you have Okay. so he'll know if you're lying or not Okay. he's like Santa he knows uh, everything uh, in that case <laughs> I might throw out a couple of fake answers to see if, how accurate he is <laughs> he, he called our bluff yeah we'll see man I'm only fact checking you if you have a Wikipedia page <laughs> <laughs> alright so um, you haven't heard these questions before so they'll be fresh Okay, yeah. No. and uh, we're ready to go let's All right? do it first question this one's my favorite so I'm going to start off False. with it <laughs> Which of the seven deadly sins will be the reason you go to hell? Oh, gluttony, for sure. Uh, I I love eating, and I love you know when I love something, I'll do it until it kills me. <laughs> mm. yeah. Just like every American should. Uh, absolutely right. <laughs> I'm gonna die of obesity, just like everyone else. <laughs> Which person would you like to switch places with for a week? Oh snap! Um. Okay, I'm just going to go and went from the top of my head, and I don't know why he came to me. Yeah, DC is very weird. Their, they're like, cartoon shows are pretty good, and then their, like, movies are... Dumpster fires. Right? <laughs> like, they should really just take their animated movies and then just redo them live. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Disney's doing with The Lion King and Aladdin and all that. Well, that's turning out bad, so maybe not. I, maybe not. <laughs> my head, but Anthony Hopkins... I don't know why that came into my head, but like, maybe because I just I just saw a bunch of stuff on his Instagram. Uh, Anthony Hopkins seems just like the coolest, most sophisticated, most badass dude out there. Now you also know how Westworld ends. I've never watched Westworld. Oh, it's okay. Okay, good. I thought you were getting on. You were gonna get on me. No. I tell, I tell people I don't watch Game of Thrones, and they immediately start attacking me. Well, that goes to our next question. Uh, what is an un popular opinion you have oh uh oh okay i'll give you the biggest one uh heath ledger's joker was okay oh oh man that might get you into some fights oh absolutely i'm not saying he didn't do a great job Mm -hmm. i'm saying he was overhyped because he died Uh, i think he did a fine job 
I don't know if it was Oscar worthy. I don't know if it's as amazing as everyone says he is, but he did a good job. I don't think he did an amazing job. Do you think the new Joker is going to be really good? Oh, God, no. Yes. Oh, wait, with yes Joaquin and no. Phoenix? Yeah. Okay, I thought you were talking about Jared Leto. Oh, no. Oh, Jared God, no. Oh, uh, yes and no. There's things about it that bother me, like the fact that we get a Joker who isn't influenced by Batman's presence. Um, the fact that we get an origin story for the Joker, even though we sort of got one in the comics with um, the Killing Joke, the Killing Joke. But even then, in the Killing Joke, it's like you know the Joker's always saying like, "Well, sometimes I remember my life this way, sometimes I remember it that way." Yeah, that's kind of the charm of the Joker is he keeps lying about his mm-hmm. or- origin. Right? He he shouldn't have an origin story. And while I am a little excited for what I'm seeing, and it looks like it's going to be a good movie. As a movie, I don't know how I feel about it as a Joker movie. But I'll tell you, uh, what's his name? Cameron Monaghan mm-hmm. on Gotham. One of the best Jokers I've seen. Uh, live Jokers. If you don't watch Gotham, check it out. It's a really, really good show. Which cartoon character would you like to be? <sighs> um, that, That's hard. You know, probably a superhero. Um, probably Superman. Yeah. Um, I love watching... So DC's got a really great... Here we go, comics again. Uh, DC's got a really good hold of their animated universe. Uh, terrible movie universe, but... Um, I like the Superman from the Superman animated series, you know? Yeah, the DC is very weird. They're, they're like, cartoon shows are pretty good, and then they're, like, movies are... Dumpster fires. Right? <laughs> like, they should really just take their animated movies and then just redo them live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of like Disney's doing with The Lion King and Aladdin and all that. Well, that's turning out bad, so maybe not. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, they actually have, like, deep character thought in the animated. There's, like, struggle, and then you get to the movies, and it's just Wonder Woman saying 40 times that she has to kill Ares. Right? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Let's let's not talk about Batman versus Superman. Oh, that could be its own episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which celebrity did you have a crush on when you were a kid? All the Spice Girls. All the Spice yeah. Girls. You don't have a favorite? No. Well, <laughs> Baby Baby Spice was probably the cutest one. Mm-hmm. Um, her or uh, Posh. Posh was pretty hot, but uh, all of them. There's one person. <laughs> <laughs> one Spice Girl. Just one. Yeah. It's they a spice blend. Form. It's a spice blend. Oh, there you go. <laughs> what game show would you love to be on? Uh, um, Jeopardy, but I wouldn't get... I'd end up in the negative figures, uh, for sure. <laughs> um, but either Jeopardy or I think pr- The Price is Right, probably. Yeah. Would be a lot of fun, you know. I just want to run down the aisle, like, going... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Would you kiss Drew Carey? Probably not. Maybe if it was Bob Barker, I would have kissed Bob Barker. Um, but no, not Drew Carey. No? Yeah, you know, I mean... What did you do in a past life? Nothing? I don't know. Um, not a reincarnation fan? Well, you know, I, I believe it's possible. I think I probably did something along the same line. I think I was probably an entertainer of some sort. I'm not saying a famous one, but like um, 
I probably was in some sort of entertainment. I feel like I naturally have this knack where I want to entertain, right? Almost everything I do is being in front of a crowd, you know, teaching, uh, stand-up, improv. Uh, I love karaoke. Um, so I, I was probably some sort of an entertainer. What's your go-to karaoke song? Uh, depends. Um, I have... I, <clears throat> I assess the crowd, and then I, I figure it out. But usually... The one that really gets people um, uh, a thousand miles, Vanessa Carlton. <laughs> that, that's the one? <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that gets everyone going all the time. Yeah. It's a good one. <laughs> um, oh, shit. I had the one. Oh. What is one thing that you would leave out saying on a first date? One thing about yourself. I'm not looking for a relationship. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good thing probably to leave out. (laughs) I guess you got to assess the date, you know? Yeah, I got to figure it out. Um, But that's probably it. Anything you would like to confess? Um, Lots of things. Um, Can we get a priest in here? (laughs) Um, Not so much. Um... I'm a pretty open book, so I don't know if there's anything that people don't know about me that I wouldn't talk about. Um, well, it doesn't know that we're wearing a wire and there's oh, a police shit. in the other room. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Um, I don't. I don't know if I've got anything in particular in mind. I'm trying to think though. I'm sure you can edit out all this empty space. Um, sure. Uh, I'd like to confess that... Um, Did you ding somebody's car on the way here? No. Um, but, you know, I, I... Okay. I did once a long time ago when I was in an accident get in, hit someone, and then I left. Oh, oh man. Only because, like... It was such a soft, it was like such a soft hit, and I actually stopped. I stopped, we pulled over, I looked at everything, and everyone was fine, and this dude looked like he really just wanted to make a big deal out of it. I mean, there was no scratch even, like, no no paint chipped, anything, and he, the dude got out, and he, um, he was very upset, and I'm like, hey, it's okay, you know, no one's hurt, there's no damage, I'm like... Let's just talk about this and sort it out. And it happened on the highway, so I'm like, look, the exit's right here. Let's just get off somewhere safe, and we'll talk about it. I was behind him, and uh, so I got in my car, and I waited a little bit, and he went, he got on that exit, and I just got back, <laughs> oh, on, the, got back on the highway. Oh, oh man. Um, I wouldn't have done it if it was had been serious or if anyone had been hurt, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened, and I can tell this guy just wanted to. Yeah. Um, what is one person you'd like to get hammered with? Um, not sure. I'm not a big drinker these days, but if I had to, um, I don't know, man. I'd probably want to get want to get hammered with like a philosopher or something, and mm-hmm. then just like listen to them ramble on throw in little weird things see what they would say 
you know, like, like rapid I, fire questions. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like I wonder what Plato or um, or Socrates would say about today's society. Um, so yeah, I think that could be really fun. All right. Well, thank yeah. you for playing rapid fire questions. Did yeah, you man. like it? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so this episode will be on Monday, as they know from listening. And then we're gonna go to the we're gonna record the part two episode that will be on Wednesday, and we'll get rid of our turd of the week. Okay. Why did I say get rid of? We're gonna do it. Sometimes you gotta get rid of that turd. Turd man. of the week, man. We're also gonna give Shivery's Not Dead Award, and we're gonna have some not so breaking news, and that'll be on Wednesday. Sweet man. So I'll see you on Wednesday to record that episode. I'll, I'll see you then, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> Alright, this is No God Not Another Podcast. Thank you for Jorge. Thank you for Peretti. See you on Wednesday. Bye.